Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Match Ball. The Match Ball is brought to you by Levi Solicitors. You can get 10% off your legal fees when you go through us via levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. I'm Dan Moylan. Hello with me, Michael Normanson. Hi. Moscow White's here as well. Daniel Chapman. Hello. I'm starting to think we're going to have to settle for Europa League rather than Champions League this year, lads. We're going down. We're terrible. Everything's terrible. We'll we, finish above West Ham. We were quite terrible though, weren't we? That's the first really, really flat performance I've seen from us. Like, at least we, we tried a bit against Chelsea and we're shit tonight. And it, and it was Chelsea. Shit. So you could excuse yourself, couldn't you, when it was Chelsea, but that's not a great West Ham team, I don't think. It's a tall West Ham team. That may be the, the crucial factor. At least we've got some more floodlights. Right, so we've got four shadows on the pitch. They weren't even brighter, I didn't think. Pathetic. Take them down as well. We're going down, back to the championship anyway, so we might as well take them down and put the old ones back up. See if we can get our money back. What's what's gone on tonight? Because I I've just I'm not enjoying the Premier League anymore. Rubbish. <laughs> Stick all your millions up your arse. I'm not bothered anymore. Uh, we learned that Liam Cooper should be a number ten rather than a centre back. It's a beautiful pass. We so, can if we could have just stopped the game then, and I mean before Click was fouled and just uh, Bamford was fouled even, and just have that pass on repeat forever. Best moment of the game. Yeah, we did score too early, though. We fully Chelsea'd it, didn't we? We fully Chelsea'd it. Into- Let's talk about the penalty, then. I was gonna, Just before you, I don't think we scored too early, because I, I think if we hadn't scored then, we wouldn't have scored at all. So we scored. So let's. that's a positive. So one better goal difference. Excellent. It could count. I mean, if you're that convinced that we're going to be in a relegation battle, then yes, goal difference is important. And we got one from two tries. What about that, then? The VAR, still shit, isn't it, even though it was in our favour? He was miles off his line. Yeah-ish. A centimetre or so. It is one of those things that, this is probably just because we benefit from it today, goalkeepers coming off the line is one of those things which is a more definite thing though. Like you can you can say for certain that he was off his line and it's the thing that goalkeepers have been gaining an advantage from for absolutely years where occasionally you'd see people like three yards off the line which clearly he wasn't. It was It was incredibly marginal and I think the naked eye would have not seen it. I would have been personally happy to let stuff like this slide. Because it's it's such a marginal call, but yeah, he said it's something keepers have been getting away with for years. It's something I don't think I've ever really cared about particularly. All the goalkeepers are a centimeter off his line. You've still, as a penalty taker, have all the advantages. Um, it, it, apart was, from it, was it was weak. It was weak, though, wasn't it? That weak. well, yes, it was, and so it's it was really an unearned chance to have another goal because I mean, Click's first attempt was that bad that it didn't really seem. Uh, maybe they could have called it quits at that point and say, look, he came off his line by a centimetre, 
but you fucked it up by about 80%. So somewhere in the middle there, we just play on. Nil-nil, carry on. But I was happy we got the goal, obviously, because I like seeing Leeds United score goals. And I wish we'd scored more, because then we might have won. Well, I'm just going to consult my fourth note on my sheet of paper, uh, which I've put a right-facing arrow and then put weak at corners. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about that? Can you analyse that? Pick that apart. I think you're right. I think we are. It's not an opinion I've heard before, but I, I think you might be onto something. The following people bit were bad at, and the heading it clear bit were bad at, and at the other end, the getting to it ahead of other people bit were also bad at. I mean, the the discourse on Sky that they seem to be keep going back to was, you know, they they keep going with this man-to-man marking and it's not working for them. I don't think, I don't want to be like Lee Clark and saying, you know, banging on about the systems, but it's not the system. It's just that we're not very good at stopping other people from scoring from corners, whether we're man-to-man, zonal, standing right over the corner flag, like swearing at the corner taker so that he's put off. Nothing we do. Mm stops other people from just putting the ball in our penalty area and scoring. But maybe that is a system's failure then. Yeah. Cause, well, but is it the system or is it the execution of the system? And would another ses- system just be done just as badly? Well, yeah. But I suppose if a system continually doesn't work, you'd probably change it in most situations. Neck transplants is the only thing I can think of Well, the, the, the guy who scored for them had had one by the look of it. He was all neck, wasn't he? His head was basically like a third thigh growing out of the collar of his shirt. I don't think that's fair. I'm sure if somebody inspects his face after the game, they'll find it's only been put on there with marker pen. But I want to go back to the extra ball that we did when we spoke about the Gary Monk season. And Phil Hay pointed out that they changed the way that they defended corners. And that was one of the reasons why we tightened up in that season and why Monk managed to turn the form around. And what it was, was they went more zonally on the corners defending them and the two designated players was it was uh Jansen and somebody else wasn't it who was designated Chris Wood. yeah Chris Wood that was it neither of whom play for us admittedly uh but their job was you two go and attack the ball everybody else picks somebody up so it's hard not to feel when you've watched that when you've seen that we've conceded just from corners and free kicks and every time they get the ball like that Costa giving something away late what a, what a dick move they were both about six foot four though whereas today we brought on Jamie Shackleton to give us more physical presence I was going to say is the the plan then to sell Patrick Bamford and sign Chris Wood. Maybe we could do a swap deal and Bamford can go and be reunited with his busy mate Sean Dyche. But like you saw that there was How the... would he welcome him back to Turf Moor? <laughs> I don't think he would. No, he wouldn't. I don't I'm not in the mood for funny voices. Doesn't tonight. want him, does he? Too sad. Um but there's something to be said though, because there was the one where Cooper was responsible for what was it, both goals? I don't really know. Where he's um he's moving away from goal trying to track his man. Whereas if your job is to be in the six yard box and go out and attack the ball wherever it goes then you're moving in the direction of the ball, aren't you? Rather than trying to go backwards to defend it, you know, because if you get out jumped, slightly out positioned, whatever, with your man-to-man system, I don't know. This is football talk. And again, it's it's territory that terrifies me. So you have brought it back just down to if Cooper did X, then it stops it. And that's why I don't think it's necessarily about the setup. It's about are the players doing what they can do within whatever the setup is to stop people from scoring. And it doesn't look like it because well, no, that no, no, second sorry, no, one is no, just a mess. I'm going to disagree with you because if your job, if you're zone, zonally marking off corners, you go out and attack the ball. It's somebody's job to attack the ball. Um, and that's just to watch the ball. It's not to watch a man, watch the ball. Whereas if Cooper is distracted by watching a man, his designated man, and doesn't happen to do that very well, then it shows a glaring error in that his concentration is on the where the man's going and not necessarily the ball. You're anticipating a big increase in um, output from Liam Cooper doing one thing rather than the other. I'm expecting him just to be bad at both. Okay, how do we fix this? Taller players. 
I th- by putting our other two centre backs in would be one thing because they're both good, probably, and quite tall. Yeah, so that'd help. They both play for for good countries, don't they? And have played at top level, so they, that would help, surely. Not conceding silly set pieces that would have helped for the second one because that does seem like the the only solution we have to defending free kicks and corners is to not concede them. So Helder Costa's infuriating foul for the the winner. Helder Costa's infuriating would have been enough. What is he for? Uh, we, had, we had a conversation this evening recording that saying. You kind of you kind of expected him to kick into gear. Victor also has made noises about him at some point doing more than he does. What does he do? And I don't want to single him out because he wasn't the only ineffectual player. But when you make him double substitutions at half time, they have to work. I don't think any of the substitutions worked today particularly. Shackleton was good. He did all right, didn't he? But I mean, I'd say the substitutions didn't work. But what was on the pitch wasn't working either. I thought that left side down the, in, in the first half was was terrible for us. Brock Costron, who didn't do anything better. Rodrigo never really got going in it. I thought Click had one of his worst games. It just, nothing was nothing was right. I think Costa's role tonight was to kind of make people forget that Jackie didn't do very well in the first half. Like, he's completely faded from the, the conversation. I don't think anyone at full-time is really talking about Harrison and Alioski because it's all focused on Costa coming on and, and taking all the flat. Costa seems to me, like, full of good ideas and you can always see, like, oh, yeah, that would be really good if that came off. But it doesn't come off. I don't know why. No, but that's why we're here to talk about it. <laughs> so we're going to have to... Well, we've I mean, raised the question, but I'm not proposing yeah, that I, we, we bring up with any solutions what, because that's what's beyond... Happened, what's happened to Jackie Herodona? Because he's, he's been relegated back to Jack now for me. He's just, I don't know what's happened to him. Last few games, completely off the boil. Is he tired? Does he need a rest? What's happened? I don't know. Have you got his number? <laughs> we can ask. <laughs> but everything just seemed subpar tonight. Nothing seemed to work. Yeah. All, all that vim and verve that we had like a couple of games ago. There's probably a, an argument in that for not necessarily picking on the individuals when you're looking at why is Haradona not doing doing it, not producing? Why is um, Costa not looking brilliant? Why is Bamford not scored for however many games it's been taken off of Tyler Roberts? Why is Rafinha starting every game really well and then kind of fading off it a little bit into the second half, but it's still just about too good to take off? It says that it's maybe it's not just one or two of those individuals that's the problem there's something bigger but again all I can do is is raise those questions and then um, back away as if I've lit a firework and I have no idea where it's going to go off Let me play devil's advocate then and point out that Marcelo Bielsa has been shortlisted in the top three coaches in the FIFA thingy today and it's kind of his job to figure this out and I'm, sh- I'm absolutely sure he will take responsibility for this I mean we're recording probably at the same time that the press conferences are going on and hopefully we'll be able to have a little look at what he has said in the wake of that. But he needs to fix this because it's becoming a recurring theme, doesn't he? And I don't want to ever say bad things about Marcelo because he's the greatest man to have ever lived. But it's true, isn't it? I think all the set-piece stuff and the defensive frailties you overlook a lot of the time because we're playing such good football and we're creating loads of chances. Whereas today, other than that late Rodrigo header, I'm struggling to think of anything we created. The goal? There's that. What about apart from that? Well, in that second half, actually, there was a point where I thought, it's been a bit more measured this half. Maybe that's what we need to do more of. Maybe we need to grind out a few results in the Premier League rather than this swashbuckling style. But then, you know, in the end, we didn't do either, did we? We didn't swashbuckle and we didn't really keep it tight. So what did we do? I'm not going to answer your question, but what you said there does make me think about where that game was at. That was us in the Premier League being lower mid-table like we expected and it feeling not very nice. I think that's probably 
what that was. And it's annoying. Like the, the defeats at Chelsea has been one thing and losing to Liverpool on the opening day felt like a, a euphoric victory. Now you want to, you want to beat West Ham, but in this Premier League that we are now in, there's still an even chance that we might not. And we didn't. And it's annoying. And we're probably going to have to get used to that this season, next season, lots of seasons until we win the actual league. I mean, I hope we do win the actual league, but it just feels like we've taken some backward steps tonight. We've made almost, you know, one way traffic. It's all been positive um, forward traffic, forward traffic, forward uh, momentum since Bielsa has been here. But there's just maybe that first sense of of it stagnating a bit because we've hit a point where we're the natural level of some of the players. Don't don't you remember the Forest game last year? Nope. (laughs) Do Do you want to get him out? Get Eddie Gray back. Put the kids put, in. Put the kids in. That's, That's the, the plan. I don't. I just. I just. There's just something not quite clicking, is there? At the minute, it's just something's a bit off the boil, and it's a problem he needs to solve. I mean, that's his job. That's what he does. We're but. allowed to say it was bad tonight. Yeah. There's it nothing. Was. There's nothing wrong in saying that was bad because it was, and it's it's probably as badly as we played since that Forest game, arguably. Let's talk about that Rodrigo header because that was the chance, wasn't it? You always get a chance. That was the chance. And he should have scored there for 27 plus million quid, shouldn't he? As Andy Hinchcliffe said a few times, do you want to put him in corners, headers and shots? Put him in corners, mm. away mm. from the goalkeeper. Out of reach of the goalkeeper would have been a very good place for the, him to put the ball with a- that. And in the net. Header. It would, we would have yeah, nicked Yeah, because out of reach of the goalkeeper could have gone wide. So you need to be very specific <laughs> just, to, just to concentrate people's minds. That's maybe, I mean, that was the... 88th minute or something it was very late or maybe it's just as the clock ticks tick 90 and the fact that we were actually still there here is a big chance to steal the game it's a little bit like we had against um, Chelsea if Perveda had been given the penalty that he should have done that would have been a 2-2 draw if Rodrigo puts the header a couple of inches away from the guy's big hands that's a 2-2 draw um, really we're being denied 2-2 draws that we should be having by right I demand who do we play next? It's Newcastle. If that doesn't finish 2-2, I'm finished with Leeds United. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you think we lost something tonight from having Ailing at centre-back rather than right-back? 
it's all these these incremental losses, isn't it? These little things that chip away at the overall um, the overall picture. I think we lost something from not having centre backs. Was the main thing. I think I think Ailing seemed to be fine there. Generally speaking, I didn't notice him massively at fault for anything in particular. Cooper seemed to stand out and be more of a scapegoat for these things. But then there were occasions where we were watching that. I was pointing out that there seemed to be no one marking it. There wasn't even someone near a player who was heading the ball. Which I don't know. Maybe that was Ailing just not getting anywhere near anything. Cooper goes from one extreme to the other. There was the moment when he tried to tackle somebody with his head and kind of did a forward somersault on the left wing, which was novel. There was then through ball in the second minute that you wouldn't expect, but was very, very good. The the left foot of Maradona back from the dead. And then there was another occasion, I remember he'd, he'd done something fairly erratic defensively and then the ball went into our box and he just swept it up and very tidy and it was all, oh, no, that's absolutely fine. But then a couple of other just mad sliding tackles where you're thinking is he's looking a little bit more like the Liam Cooper that Thomas Christensen didn't enjoy having where he's just for no apparent reason he's going to kick a Cardiff player's head off um, and we're not seeing that for a while he's been so steady under Biel so I don't know if he's if this is maybe his reaction to or not his reaction to this is the process he goes through when he's trying to get to another level it's oh now I'm in the Premier League I know I'm just going to do some mad stuff until I settle into into what I can actually be here. It is there is a a valid point there that when you move to do any new job, sometimes you have days where things just get away from you because it's difficult and you you and it feels like one mistake leads to another and you end up tripping over your own feet, which he did at one point. I think or I think he was trying to tackle the tackle the ball as it came across, but then he mm. realised he couldn't get there, so he sort of appeared to lay down instead or something. It was a very oh, strange. Oh, that one where they they shot really close past past the um. The far post, and he just he he was going one way, and then he had to turn and go the other, and he just ended up nowhere. And it is, I mean, how long? How many years have West Ham been in the Premier League? Several, long enough to ruin Sam Byram and then um, disrespect Rob Snodgrass. Probably the only highlight of tonight after the goal was the fact that Rob Snodgrass actually got on the pitch. Got Ten seconds and no didn't touches. Put, didn't yeah. put a foot wrong, did he? No, he, he did not. As ever, it was absolutely perfect. Collected his appearance bonus and his win bonus, probably. But it does. Um, West Ham are kind of that very run-of-the-mill, middle-of-the-Premier-League team that we have come out of the Championship and were maybe a little bit cocky after the way we started the season. Good job like, we weren't personally. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've not once suggested that we got anything at Anfield other than soundly defeated. Um, but now we're getting into the weeds a, a little bit. Winter's coming. West Ham, David Moyes' face. It's just, it's going to be a grind. They have... Like Declan Rice is Calvin Phillips, but five years older or whatever he is, and everything's just that little bit. I think they're about the same age. <laughs> Looks grizzled, more grizzled. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough life in East London. Um, they're just that little bit more Premier League than we are, and we hope that we can just beat that. But we yeah. we won't every single time. Well, I was going to ask about West Ham because you can't take you know the defeat doesn't exist in isolation. We we had opponents. What what did you make of them? All right, or just big bastards or what? Declan Rice, considerably younger than Calvin Phillips, just for the record. He's 21. <laughs> he's been in the Premier League for all that time, though, hasn't he? He's never set... Grizzled veteran. He's never had Steve Evans shouting at him, trying to locate his chips. So he's had it easy. That's true. What was the question, Dan? I'm just asking what you thought of West Ham, really, because they're obviously beating us tonight and uh, they, con- uh, they scored a couple of headers and 
we didn't defend them well and you know was it just a was it by luck of who we faced tonight that we lost or are we just something not right I mean they deserved it even set pieces aside they created more than us I thought Bowen and Ben Rama both Bowen both, in particular both championship players though yeah but Bowen looked really good he caused us problems but it's funny Ben Rama though looked quite talented but he had that sort of still that, that championship whiff about him in that his decision making particularly around the final ball wasn't great you've said as well you've said um, earlier this season that Rafinha has got dickhead hair Ben Rama has really got dickhead yeah, hair yeah, yeah. there's all sorts going on with that yeah they deserved it didn't they they were better than us which is a shame it's annoying isn't it <laughs> defensively they were a lot better than us and going forward they were a bit better so we've heard from Bielsa then in the wake of this there are no mysteries uh, what we have to do this is defending set pieces we need to reproduce what we do on the training pitch in the game. We will work to resolve this. What is happening is not exclusive. We resolved it before and we will try to again. And he will probably. I hope so. How will he do that though? I mean, this is the reason why he's on millions of pounds a year and we're not. It will be. I mean, what he's referring to is however we resolved it by not conceding corners, not conceding goals from corners in every game we played last season, which we didn't. We conceded quite a few, more than we would probably like, but not to the current extent where every time the ball comes in our box from a set piece, we're going to concede. So he's um, he's alluding to something there that is, it's not impossible. Because if um, Harry Maguire happens to slam one in with his big head in the next couple of weeks, that's not going to make me very happy. I don't mm. want to face that scenario. I was looking forward to that game a few weeks ago. Yeah. Less so. See how much you're looking forward to it after we absolutely batter Newcastle United. I know you're ridiculously optimistic to the point of stupidity, Moscow, and Michael, you're, you tend to waver the other way with huge amounts of negativity. Where are we realistically? Are we, are we, are we all right? I'm, I'm worried we're not all right. That's my worry. That's, this is the overriding feeling. I've made a few notes through the game there of stuff that's happened, but I've kind of forgotten it all because I've just got a creeping sense of worry. Where are we, 14th? Something like that. We haven't dropped, have we? I don't that's think. about where we are. Yeah, I mean, um, what, are, what are West Brom? Yeah, we're 14th. What, what is a Fulham? What explains Sheffield United, who have one point after 11 games? We're better than them. So, and that's, you know, the target for this season. We are still above Arsenal. Admittedly, they don't play until later. But we are, and the worst we can do this season, this season, this weekend, if Brighton win, they'll still be below us. So the worst that can happen is Arsenal will go above us. So we'll go from 14th to 15th. So, you know, it's not, this is a, the thing that I was kind of referring to earlier that the Premier League was always going to be a little bit like this. And when we get into these clubs, West Ham, who are, where are they in the division? Fifth, I think that they've just come Well, to what fifth. the fuck are they doing up there? They should be lower. So that's straight away you can see strange things are happening that West Ham are fifth. They'll finish ninth. And then Newcastle were playing uh, on, is it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. They're 13th. They'll also finish ninth. <laughs> Crystal Palace, we got battered by them, but we'll finish ninth. Are you going to do this for all the teams in the Premier League? I could. I don't. And we'll be absolutely fine. Give me, give me, give me a crumb, crumb of comfort, please, from tonight. Something positive. Last year, we needed to be better than 22 teams. This year, we need to be better than three. Good. And we definitely are. Robin Cock has been on Twitter and he says, chin up. Yep. Which is one of the most surprising tweets from a German in the 21st century. I could never imagine. I don't know if somebody's been feeding him Copies of the Eagle comics. And this is this is how the English people talk. Learn from that. Oh, chin up, boys. Keep your pecker up. Exactly. I don't know who, where he's getting his um, English lessons from, but I appreciate the sentiment. My pecker doesn't feel up tonight. It feels how down. about your chin? Neither of them. Neither's up. Both down. Neither of your chins are. No. 
All of them. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> Come on, give me something good apart from that. Something something to cling on to. What was good about tonight? Because we have to pick heroes and villains. So, Christ, give me something to work on. Rafinha started well. He's on, how many games has he started for us now? Is it three? Yeah, not many. Right. So his 300th game, he'll be the Ballon d'Or winner and we'll be winning the Galactic League. He'll be fine. It's early days for him. We have better defenders than the ones that were on the pitch. We do actually have some centre-backs who can play, who aren't. They're all broken. Yeah, but they can be fixed. It's like, it's not, it's not permanent. It's just going to be, I mean, we just look forward to spring and it'll be nice. Flowers will bloom. Sun will shine. What is the, it's now, today is the 11th. We're 10 days from the solstice. So the days will start getting longer. That's something to look you can tell to. You can tell he's had a beer, can't you? <laughs> Christmas? Christ. Get presents? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Villains? Leeds United. All of them. <laughs> Hate the bastards. Um, Agbonner, the so, handball he did. I don't even know. I don't even know if it should have really been a penalty. But the thing that wasn't given as a penalty, where it looked like he was doing that thing, where if you're trying to annoy a sibling and you're like trying to almost touch them, but not, you like you got your hands in the face. He was doing that with the ball. He was like pull it, putting his hand all around the ball. Like I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. Then I'm, it did. I'm an only child. This doesn't mean anything to me. Oh yeah, you just trying to annoy people. Missed out on that. Used to have to talk to my pretend friends instead. <laughs> well, yeah, that annoyed me. I, I wanted another penalty because it felt like the only way we were going to score. That's a good, good point. That should we have had a penalty there? You think? I don't know. Is that? I felt like he he tried really really hard to handball it and just couldn't quite manage it. He didn't do he didn't quite do anything bad enough where he thought that's a definite penalty, but he gave it a really good go, and I have to respect that. On the positive, actually, uh, he was slightly at fault for the first goal, but Melier made two brilliant saves in the mm. second half. I feel like every single game he does one, and tonight we got two where it's got that's absolutely fucking outstanding goalkeeping, and the first one. Yeah, that first one, actually, he came for it. He started to come out for that and then retreated. So his positioning and his footwork wasn't that good. He's 20. Leave him alone, big bully. No, I want everything to be perfect now. And imagine how he must feel knowing how bad we are at corners and he's the fucking last line of defence. It's all right for me. I'm, you know, seeing watching it on a television screen. He's a child amongst men who don't know what they're doing. It must be like being on a, like a teenager on a, like a dads and lads outing and all the dads have got pissed and now one of them's trying to drive them home in a minibus or something and it's just everything's destined for some kind of terrible thing and he doesn't know can he take responsibility in this situation can he step in against a 50 year old and say look I feel like your positivity slipped now yeah. you've, you've relegated Liam Cooper to being pissed behind the wheel of a minibus <laughs> and we are in the run up to Christmas when there's a lot of that messaging on TV so it's got a bit that's bl- possibly what's brought it to mind <laughs> it's got quite bleak and I didn't want bleak I was looking for a ray of sunshine in amongst all this he only conceded two. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bielsa has said that. He said he feels the defeat could have been heavier. So that's a ray of sunshine. We didn't get absolutely battered by West Ham. I find your stance a little difficult to <laughs> get behind Moscow tonight. So sorry. Oh, can we, can we slag off um, Haller instead? Mm-hmm. He was irritating, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't just keep kicking people and no, get away with it because you're a striker and you're he like oh can and he did i don't know how to tackle i'm just, i'm doing my best but that's exactly what happened though he did he, he, he did exactly what michael's just said and he moaned like fuck about it every single time anyway we right. probably should just be thankful they didn't have antonio up front because he's better good so that's this one done then is it I suppose yeah it's been fun on it yeah great anything to add <laughs> bring on the magpies we're going to absolutely slaughter them let's hope so right, feathers we'll... flying everywhere we'll be back we're, we're peacocks as well, don't forget. So We will emerge pristine and victorious, our plumage untouched. 
super. We'll uh, we'll catch you after that one. See you in a bit. The match ball. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.